And now, let's get back to your weekly music and entertainment fix. Backstage with Sinead Nivorda. With all the best music, interviews, and live sessions. On Radio Nova. So I've got the new one from Brooklyn-based Trio Augustines for you this week and no better man to give you the lowdown on the new single Are We Alive than frontman of Augustines, Billy McCarthy. Welcome to Dublin, Billy. Thank you. How are you, Billy? Very happy. Very happy. You finished your tour. Congratulations. Yes, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. yeah, I bet you are. I was there to witness the end of your first solo European tour in the Grand Social a week ago. But before we get into that and talk all things Neil Young, I'd like to ask you about the brand new Augustine single, Are We Alive? First of all, congratulations. Thank you. So can you give us a bit of an insight into what uh, Are We Alive is all about and yeah. the song process? Um, well, I actually came to Dublin and did, did a bit of writing here. So usually kind of like, you know, when an album ends and touring ends, you kind of go back to your, you know, to your, to your home and your home life. And I knew I needed to do some writing. I actually came to Ireland and I also went to a place called Devon in England. And uh, Are We Alive is just sort of a battle cry. Um, it's just like, I, it's, uh, are we alive? Um, it's just, come on. Like, let's get up, pull ourselves up by the bootstraps. We can do it. Um, mm. Or are we alive or are we just kidding ourselves? Like, come on, let's go. Okay. So, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a <laughs> it's a snappy little tune, a little rock tune. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let's get it on the radio. From Augustine's, this is the brand new single, Are We Alive, on Radio Nova.
You're backstage with Misha Nenny Vorda on Radio Nova. That was the new track from Augustine's Are We Alive, taken from the forthcoming third album due out this summer. And this single is out on the 1st of April. And I am joined by Billy McCarthy of Augustine's. So Billy, you've just wrapped up your solo tour. As I mentioned earlier, I was there to experience the final night in Dublin's Grand Social. So how has the whole tour been for you? Oh, it's, it's really crazy because I kind of came up with this idea and I I, I mean, it actually happened, you know, yeah. sort of a, not long ago, maybe like a, six weeks ago, just in my living room, just pounding it out, trying to put together all these kind of concepts into one show. So I'm really, I'm, I'm tickled that it worked. Yeah, it's, it's a lovely touch to kind of show so much more of yourself and you're not just bearing your soul, but bearing yeah. your whole life history yeah. and everything with people. So do you think you'll do something like this again? I would love to. I, I, I'm already kind of, my gears are already turning and I'm thinking, wow, I really appreciate, well, because largely what I wanted to do is bring back like the stories and oral tradition of music. And I think mm. that with the internet, everything's so accessible. And then before that, television and film like back in like you know vaudeville and and ireland also like there's always stories and that's kind of like when bowie passed away like everyone had a story Mm. oh i waited for tickets to see him he came to madison square garden or i even have my own david bowie stories what's your david bowie story my david bowie story is that i was working in i was driving a lorry and um Eric and I were working for a fine arts company, and we installed fine art in houses. And one day, I got uh, paperwork, and it just said Bowie. And I looked at it, I was was thinking, wow, we're delivering art, and that is in Manhattan around Union Square. I wonder if this is David Bowie's house. And I parked the truck, and we went up there, and we went to the lift, and literally it had one button. It just said (laughs) Bowie. I'm like, really? Is this a joke? And I went... And I, I went up the lift um, to deliver the art and install it. And I realized, this is David Bowie's house. Like, the, the lift, the door opened, and I was in his kitchen, and Iman came out of the bathroom. Ah, get And I was here. like, wow, <laughs> hi, Iman. And, uh, I mean, their house was so so beautiful. And what was really cool about it is that they clearly had had figured out that it was best if they both had their own living rooms so iman had this sort of like afrocentric beautiful kind of tahitian wood dark wood and david actually on his side had a children's drum set and it was very interesting spending the day at their house and iman was lovely but what was cool is that uh david's pictures of him i think it was his daughter it was just like pictures of him in normal it was like this family pictures you know it was like you're so used to seeing someone in the stage persona yes and it was just like david like the dad and kind of walking around the house and um yeah it was just she was she couldn't have been cooler and uh she was (laughs) just cleaning her kitchen and we were hanging out all day it was great (laughs) insane you never got to meet david then no 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 but i did yeah it was just he got to hang at his house and chat to his missus yeah yeah, it's not like i was there for like 10 minutes i was there for probably like six hours oh wow just like sitting in david's house (laughs) (laughs) as you do amazing yeah and moving on to another artist Mm -hmm. neil young you know has he ever kind of appealed to you in terms of an artist yeah you Mm. know neil isn't interesting in american terms i know he's canadian but 
He was really kind of instrumental. There's, you know, there was the, the grunge boom with like um, Nirvana and Soundgarden and Pearl Jam, mm-hmm. and that was like Generation X stuff, of which I am a Gen Xer. But Neil Young kind of came after Kurt Cobain died. He sort of came into Pearl Jam's life, and they started doing this Bridge School benefit, of which I was at one of them. And he quite, he kind of became like a patron, kind of saint of like, you know, an advice giver to these young because the '90s were a little funny, mm-hmm. and he was sort of like get away from the. The, the drugs guys if you want to and you know he was and, and i remember there's just like a lot of press and he was sort of like a um a connection because sometimes you know admittedly like you know when you're a teenager and stuff like some of the 60s stuff is just way out there the 70s stuff and you know elton john maybe wasn't for me but neil young was always playing in the house mm. and um she used to work in a diner. That stuff. Never <laughs> saw one. And it, I also li- I like to play a bit of harmonica. And so Neil's kind of like, he's the guy that's, I also have, I've heard amazing stories that he has like property in Northern California and he just lets his crew live on it. Ooh, they pull up really? trailers and stuff. Yeah, he, he's really like kind of um, um, fostered a lot of these road people, you know, for that have been working since the 70s and he lets them live on this on his property. It's Sounds cool. like an amazing person. You don't really hear those stories too often because I know that Joe Strummer uh, mm-hmm. was amazing uh, in terms of helping people along. Yeah. You know, because apparently back in the 70s and 80s, mm. it'd be really hard to get support slots. You'd never mm-hmm. be paying to get support slots, mm-hmm. but Joe Strummer used to always help out mm-hmm. and he gave a helping hand to the specials. Mm-hmm. I was chatting to, um, oh, what's his name? He's an amazing name. Keyboard player? Mm. Glasses on a hat? I can't think of his name now. But he was so cute. I was, I was interviewing him backstage at Oxygen and he just kind of donned his hat and went, Joe Strummer, we wouldn't be where we are without him. He helped so much. Amazing, amazing guy. Somebody I, I read somewhere recently, like a, Lynn Val Golding. There we Lynn go. Val Golding. Yeah. Um, greatness is not about um, achieving something and keeping it to yourself for yourself. Greatness is about spreading it around for little people that are trying to be great and giving them hope that they can be great. Yeah, that's a nice sort of philosophy to live by. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, Neil Young, I just started reading his book. Oh, did you? Very cool. Oh, cool. Very, very cool. Well, I'll be chatting to you again. <laughs> Maybe tell us more, Neil Young. Well, Billy McGarley, thanks so much for popping in. And best of luck. You're going on tour with uh, Mr. Noel Gallagher next Ye- month. Yeah, that's right. Well, uh, I don't know what to expect. I will say respectfully, I've heard he's uh, an, um, a, uh, a personality. And I, I hope he takes <laughs> it easy But he likes your music, doesn't he? He does, yeah. Yeah, so but, that's a huge start. Yeah, it's a little intimidating, though. He's a very funny character. Yeah. And very have you met him yet or spoken with him? No. I, played, I played Coachella with him, um, and he, I didn't, you know, to be totally fair, like, I didn't realize how great his show was. Like, everyone was really going for it. And all, I mean, he has so many hits. It's crazy. He's got amazing songs. Yeah, the High he, Flying Bird stuff is so, so good. Yeah. yeah we play them a lot in Nova. So a, lot of, a lot of that's just, that's just class for me. I'm just sitting in class trying to learn. Yeah. Cool. Well, William McCarthy of Augustine's, thank you. Cheers. Thank, thank you. you. Backstage. On Radio Nova. Live Room. Hello, we're Buffalo Flosson, and uh, this is a Neil Young tune called Harvest Moon, which uh, we picked it because... Who doesn't like a Neil Young tune at the end of the day? Anyway, here we go.
Neil Young, Cinnamon Girl on Radio Nova. Neil Young, a promise of the real. Play Dublin 3 Arena on the 8th of June with special guest Laura Marling, as well as that, he's going to be playing for the first time ever in Belfast on the night before on the 7th of June. And talking about the tour, Neil Young has said the following. We played songs we had never played before every night. That has never happened to me. The new songs and the hits and three-hour performances night after night. The crew loved it. The band and people too. Playing with these guys was a gift. Such positivity, pure energy and no fear. I loved rocking with Promise of the Real. I love this band. Let's keep it going. Where it's from Neil Young, this tour is going to be something special. Now it's time for this. Backstage Entertainment Update. And now to help you out with your gig picks for the coming week is Conor McCaffrey of the Star. Hello. Hello, how's Sinead? How's it going? I'm good, I'm good. You're just a very happy boy, the fact that I've just announced that Slayer are coming to Dublin. Yes, I just didn't know and I was talking about going to see see them in Cork and I just can go up the road and see them in... There you go. In the Olympia, in yeah. In the Olympia, amazing. With anthrax. With anthrax as well, amazing. Happy boy. And you're there in your Bruce Springsteen t-shirt. Would you look at you? Obviously, <laughs> that's actually only a few days. That's only a couple of weeks after. Bruce gig. Oh, that's going to be some month. June. June's going to be rocking. Yeah, crack the panties for that one. Yeah, speaking of rocking, Tuesday night, Button Factory. Yeah, more classic old school thrash here we're talking about. Uh, yeah. We've got Exodus playing the Button Factory on Tuesday. Kind of proper old school thrash, none of this Metallica nonsense that seemed to rack everyone's head the last 20 mm. years or so. Not a fan. Hmm? No, we yeah, are, but like, you know, most diehards just don't like the, new, the newer stuff. I hear you. Uh, and if you listen to their most recent album, Blood In, Blood Out, it could just fit anywhere in, in their catalogue over the last 30 years. Full on lightning riffs, massive guitar solos, real full on air guitar special. Nice. So that should be Tuesday night. Tuesday night seems to be a good gig for gigs, or a good night for gigs even. Yeah. Uh, after a fat white family. Yeah, you're rubbing what? it in. I missed that one. God, it was so good. Gig of the year. Gig of the year. I know it's only February, but I think that will remain gig of the year. But another great one that's going to be happening next Thursday, which I'm going to be at, is the Choice Music Prize event. Yes, it's the 11th edition of the Choice Music Prize, where judges get to pick the best album of the year now we've got some of the nominees playing as well mm. which includes Gavin James Ham Sandwich Le Galaxy Soak and Villagers but unfortunately not Girlband shame they're not playing if, if it was up to me I'd give them the award right now to be honest mm. that's the album of the year for me I am judging this year you know so maybe I'll give you a bit of a bribe <laughs> I got here. to remain impartial but I'm a fan of those bands. <clears throat> well, yeah, no, Girl Band are, for me are the best one. Also, they, you, you the, get, no, that album is amazing. Also, there will be performances from Song of the Year nominees. So you got The Academic, All Twins, Dahi, Fight Like Apes, Otherkin, and Pleasure Beach. So a bit of a jam-packed evening, it's, it's anyway, no matter the, who wins. Yeah, it's kind of like the, the best gig, really, isn't it? And on the Irish music calendar anyway I mean obviously you've got like festivals of electric and other voices but in terms of a gig in a, in a small venue like Vicar Street this yeah, is the pretty, one to go to it's pretty compact over the over just a couple of hours I suppose yeah 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 it's great we had they all run it so tickets are on sale now 25.50 get them before they go okay this is going to be something really special on Thursday night yeah also on Thursday in the academy we've got a proper legend hitting Dublin uh, for his 80th birthday yeah, Lee Scratch Perry, uh, he's definitely one of the great dub and reggae innovators, as well as being one of the most bonkers man in music. We had an interview with him in The Star. Which oh, really, yeah? Interview in inverted commas, he just didn't really say much apart from... Uh, once he said uh, his head was full of fishes and just other mad stuff. Okay, <laughs> well, Conor McCaffrey of The Star, thank you so much. Okay, have a good weekend. You too. 
next Saturday on Backstage. I'll be talking to Brian Fallon of the Gaslight Anthem on his new forthcoming solo debut record, plus more great music, news and gig tips. I'll be back on Nova with Nova Nights on Monday at 7. Peter Devlin is on the way next with the Saturday soundtrack on this evening's show. He's got some great music from like some Stone Temple Pilots, Alabama Shakes and Richard Ashcroft. It's time now for the Radio Nova News Update at 7. Have a great weekend.